You're listening to Life and Shit. I'm Danielle Walker. And I'm Tommy Walker. Join us as we talk about our journey overcoming fears, boundaries, marriage, family, lifestyle, business, and whatever other shit you can think of. We're individuals that came together to create one unit with one mind and one goal. Baby. What's the word? What's going on? Another beautiful day in paradise. How you doing today? I am exhausted. You look exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Been up since five o'clock, four forty-five no, this you morning. Look exhausted. You look good, baby. You look good. <laughs> no, nah, I, I feel good. I feel good, but I am, exa- I am exhausted. That's all that matters. I had a question for you. Hit me. Why should we shop local? Why should we shop local? Yeah, like local stores and all. Yeah, that? local businesses. You know, I have no idea. <laughs> like you know before before we studied this i had no idea why you're supposed to shop local like it sounds cool right it's like shop local uh-huh. uh and then we became local business owners right and then once we became local business owners then i understood like oh okay uh-huh. this is the reason why so you, you shop local because one reason the country is built on small business mm. right and if the country is built on small business we need to support that because everything else, you know, they're going to make it. No that makes what. a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I, I, the, my experience from shopping local is just doing what the locals do, right? So mm-hmm. anytime I go anywhere different, yeah, you just want to do what the locals do. So if I, even North Carolina, I'm like, what do the locals eat here? You know, like, yeah. where's the barbecue or, you know, what's local? So that's, that's the only thing I know about being local. That's it. So, so that's super dope. Today we talk about shopping local and, and we're continuing our, um, you know, our, our celebrating women month, her story, her story. And, and we're super excited to have a guest in the house today with us. We got Monica Montgomery, who is councilwoman of district four here in San Diego. And if Ooh. you understand San Diego, we have nine different districts. There's a council member um, that represents each district. And Monica represents district four, which is the district we actually live yes. in. Right? Yes. And Monica is also council president of of so in council president Go means girl. she's running <laughs> things up there in city hall so, so um just a little bit about monica and then she's going to tell her story a lawyer graduated from spelman california um western school of law so um lawyer by trade got into the community and i'm talking um not that community relationship where you hear about the the politician and then you don't never see them. I'm talking knocking on doors, shaking hands, meeting business owners and still doing that. Yes, you know, even yes. after being elected. So at functions exactly. consistently coming to, yeah, coming out, out to the neighborhood yep. and, and cleanups. Yes. Like, yeah. Like Monica yeah. was out there in cleanups with yep. sweatpants, hanging yep. out with sure was. I seen her. <laughs> so I was so, there. So super honored to have Monica in the house with us. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me. <laughs> but I have to make one correction because I am the pro tem. So that means I'm the second. Oh, okay. Ah. Second in charge. Okay. The council president pro tem. Okay. That's one, one thing, but. It's close enough for me. <laughs> uh, so tell me, um, I know you are newly wed- wedded. Yeah, I am. <laughs> so congratulations. Thank and you. tell me how married life is. It is good. You know, we, um, we got married in August of 2020. Ooh, in the thick of so things. In the thick of things. <laughs> yeah, we, we had to change a lot of our stuff up, but we moved forward with it and um, had a wonderful time. Very, it was very restricted, so I have to go back and we have to really plan a party party. Ah, mm. Do it again. I was going to go through the whole thing and yeah. make it bigger this time. 
I'm not. We're not going to do the ceremony part. Okay. Um, family, Just the party. family was there. You okay. know. But the party, yeah. 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 That's cool. And then um, tell me a little bit about your occupation. I know Tommy um, gave a a very, very awesome introduction. Um, But tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, so like Tommy said, um, I'm one of nine members of the legislative body for the city of San Diego. So um, we have to make a lot of different decisions. And a lot of our decisions are what people would say are boring decisions, but they mm-hmm. impact our quality of life, whether we know it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, we make a lot of decisions about how land will be used in the city, you know, how we zone particular parts of of the city, um, what's allowed, what's not. Um, the biggest part of our budget, of course, is the public safety budget. Mm-hmm. So that includes the police department and the fire department and the lifeguards and the emergency medical services. So those are everyday things that, we all need, but um, the city council uh, has to make decisions about how much we're going to spend on what. So mm-hmm. what our priorities as a city, that we, we decide that through the vote of the people. Mm. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that's that. Dope. I love that. And what do you do for fun? <laughs> Nothing this year. <laughs> Work. Work. <laughs> Work. So, but I, you know what? I really love um, to travel. I really love to travel. So, um, getting outside of my home and seeing different things, like mm-hmm. you were saying, mm-hmm. what are, what do the locals do? You know, um, is just like something that I treasure so much. I like to sing. Oh, um, I did not know that. Check this out. Yeah, nobody. Uh-oh. I'm surprised. Uh-oh. I look. This is breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Breaking news. Watch out, really, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that, you won't make you sing. Well, I let you feel you it. Can't, you can't make me. That's um, gonna go right into my next question. What's your dreams? So I'm guessing to be singing. <laughs> you no, know, that is such a good question that I don't get asked often. Mm. I will say, as hard as this job is, especially through a pandemic, I just love it. And I feel like I'm walking in my purpose. Mm, Um, So that's all I, my dream is, you know, to eventually have four different homes in four different places and just live quarterly in each place, you know, and um, just have have fun and experience life and take my family with me. Um, That's really that's really my dream. Like right. I, 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 I love it, and, and I and I do love to serve people. So, you know, um, but I like to travel. That's dope. That's dope. So, that so dope. I, I gotta ask that. Where at least one place where you want that house? The second oh house, right? Gosh. Other than San Diego, of course. Right. <laughs> the second house. You know. <laughs> That's a good question too because I don't want to limit myself. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went to I went to Spelman, so I definitely want to go back to Atlanta. Okay, and you know have some time there, but it's having tough. something out of the country would be cool too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so we live in Mexico, so we highly suggest it. Uh, we always talk about, and Mexico is like kind of our um, our putting our toe in the water mm-hmm. on living outside the country because ultimately we were talking about. Italy, like the yellow loves Rome. I feel love Italy. Yes, Rome. Yeah. I fell in love with. I, yes. I would definitely live there. So it's like if you could do it here, you could do it anywhere. You know, if you survive in yeah. in New York, you, yeah. you can survive anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we'll have to tell you more That's about true. Mexico. Yeah, yeah, super. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm going to ask you the question as well that I asked Tommy: Why shop local businesses? Well, just there's a lot of different perspectives that I have about it. Um, one is both my parents were entrepreneurs. Mm, okay. Um, and although they weren't in the services business per se or buy, sell, uh, my dad 
he still has a construction company that my mom works in and also my brother. Um, and then my mom is a real estate broker. So I kind of grew up in it, that sense of independence and always want to support that members of our community decide to step out and take that risk because it is a risk. So the, on a personal side, that's like really, really important to me. And it, it you know, just increases the morale of people. And it says a lot about us just supporting each other. Mm-hmm. But on the government side, um, you know, small businesses are the backbone of our economy and our communities. They, when we say that, they hi- hire people so people can eat and mm. they can have health insurance and they can feed their families. Um, and we also get taxes from uh, businesses that are in our communities, in our area, in our city. So that's very, very important. As we grow, we continue to support local. And this is the last thing. It's it's like I kind of liken it to the fact that in my office we have, uh, I think there are nine of us right now, and the majority of us live in the district or extremely familiar with the district. And it's a different approach we have to the work. That's dope. So like local business owners have a different approach to the work, to Mm -hmm. the community, to the people, you know? And, and so the more we support that, the more we're actually directly supporting our communities. Yes. Yeah. That's real talk right there. Now you grew up with entrepreneurs. What's that like coming up? Like when you see, because you know, for we always talk about this. Like my dad worked in the city. My, both my dad and my mother worked for the city, and the 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 past or or the word in the house was get a city job. You know, get a get that that secure job and never have to worry. But being in a house with entrepreneurs, what was that discussion like? Yeah, it's interesting that you that you say that um, because I tend to be risk adverse because of what I saw my parents go through sometimes. Okay. You know, um, but it's so in me, like I'm already like, okay, am I going to run again and hopefully do four more years and then go out and have my five businesses? Cause that's really what I want to do. I want to have my five businesses, you know, because mm-hmm. it's in me mm-hmm. and my, my father in particular has such an independent spirit and always just wanted to build wealth for his family, a good name and wealth for his family. And so I grew up, with him having that sense of pride and taking that risk. So in a sense, it was uncomfortable for us sometimes mm-hmm. um, because we had some ups and downs. But then, and then on the other hand, I know it can be done. Yes. You know, and because of the sacrifice he made, I can even add more to it because, you know, my, my, my father didn't go to college probably one of the most smartest men I know, but mm-hmm. he didn't go to college, right? Mm-hmm. But he made sure that we went. Mm-hmm. So now I can add what I've learned to that spirit, that entrepreneurial spirit, All and then, yeah. you know, go even to the next level. So it's, it's. I went through that time in my yeah. life where I'm like, man, uh-uh, I'm not doing this. <laughs> this is too much. But as I uh, get older, I understand, like, that's what my dad did, my parents did. That's bold. Yeah. That was an awesome example for you to have. And then, you know, as a trip, you saying that your parents came from city jobs and and you had entrepreneurs. And then Mike, I I mean, I came from a background that was nothing like either one of those, right? Uh, My mom was on welfare. Um, It was a struggle. She had five kids. uh, No no male figure in the house, right? Mm -hmm. I never met my dad. Um, But because of the lack 
I always wanted more. Um, I was just telling some of our um, team members today about a, my first business that I had at 10 selling walnuts, you oh, know, wow. but it's because <laughs> it's because of um, not having that. I was like, look, y'all, we're we going to sell some walnuts so we could go do what we want to do because the other kids are going to do it because their parents are paying for it. But, you know, that's what it struck in me. But it's funny how it's just it's always something different that kind of gets you going. Very you know? true. That's very true. It and, is. and our first we always talk about our, our businesses, but our first brick and mortar business was back in 2017 and we opened a coffee shop with four of the families and when like like I said early in, in when we first started I didn't understand the reason of why shop local until we put uh, a business in our neighborhood so our, our coffee shop was in the neighborhood we lived in and when people came out like the community the the, the camaraderie mm-hmm. and the relationships that was built from it it, it it opened my eyes a lot and I didn't understand what growing in your community and making things happen until we had a business like we own a home in our community but even then like when you own a home you're like i don't go to the meetings i don't i don't vote i don't know who's who i don't know why uh this community has nice stuff going on and and my community does i, I didn't understand none of that mm. we opened the business i start going to the community meetings start understanding things mm-hmm. completely different ball game and and i had a discussion with my dad living in north carolina and we talked about the difference of going to these meetings meeting your your elected officials and being a part yep and 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 i always want to be a, a part of something like you said serve but where where can people go like how 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 do you get the message out for people to understand what's going on in their neighborhoods and communities yeah because government I, I will say I, I believe that's something that we kind of struggle with, mm. right? Um, really actually getting the word out to the people in ways that are just simple, you yeah. know. Um, but we in in District 4, we've kind of had a legacy that goes back to George Stevens and previous to that. But really, George Stevens was really uh, honed in on our, our community councils and making sure people had community pride, mm-hmm. you know. And so we have community councils for our 18 different neighborhoods um, once a month. Um, staff is there. Sometimes I'll pop in. And there you can go and you can learn about what's going on at the city, get updates. Sometimes county representatives are there. State representatives are there. Sometimes even federal representatives are there. And really, you can learn more, but also ask questions about the things that you want mm-hmm. to see in your community. I also think we, um, as elected officials, have to go out, too. Because if sure. I had never went to that coffee shop, Very true. you know, y'all were doing your thing, but mm-hmm. I still had a responsibility to, to also meet you, you know, where you were. And after that... Every meeting I had, <laughs> I was bringing somebody to the coffee shop because it was a, it, like it gave us a sense of pride. And, you know, I grew up in Paradise Hills. And my cousins, mm-hmm. a lot of them uh, lived there. And one of my cousins was like, dang, I didn't even know this was here. You know, so she started going. Mm-hmm. So it just, you know, if we, the more that we can get our the word out and really do our job of listening to people mm-hmm. um, and explaining how things work, um, working to try to change some of those things, but at least having that um, that relationship with people, I think is super important. Yeah. Totally agree. Creating community is um, huge 
with uh, small businesses. Like I said, initially, that's one of the reasons that some people travel. Um, and when we had the coffee shop um, at the time, people were coming from even L.A. just to see, you know, what was local in Paradise Hills. Um, so to me, when you um, excel locally, then you bring in people even who are not local, you know. So like Paradise Hills perhaps wasn't on the map, so to speak, in the coffee world until then. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I love the, the way that the small businesses and local businesses um, create community in that sense. Real talk. And, and, and you might not understand this, but local business support other local businesses. So like as, as our coffee shop, we had to go and buy supplies mm -hmm. and we bought supplies from another local business in San Diego. You know, we wasn't going to, you know, these big box stores and shopping mm -hmm. online. Like we were, we were keeping it all local. Yes. And one thing, one cool thing about being local is, you know, everybody is very concerned, especially in California about, you know, their, uh, their environmental footprint. And, you know, what kind of carbon footprint you put in when you support local businesses, there's less transportation. Right. So because you, you're walking to, you know, whatever your local you know shop is, your local boutique. And at the same time, you're getting some exercise. Mm. It's healthy, yep. <laughs> you know. And if you look at certain uh, neighborhoods, if there's there's actual, you know, data that shows how healthy a community is. Mm. And if your community is not healthy is because there's not enough small businesses there. District 4 being one of them in, in our area, our little uh, business district, there wasn't a lot of things that we could walk to to go support. Mm -hmm. So therefore, what you do, you hop in the car, you drive 15, 20 minutes and you eat and, or you do like there was no reason to walk around. Yeah, that's yep. true. Um, and another reason, too, that I like to support um, local businesses is um, I think you get better service. I think that they care a little bit more about their product um, and the way that it's um, uh, represented it. Um, yeah. And they they know more about the product, so that's like more product knowledge. Um, so I, I think you get a little bit of better service then, whereas if you go to some place that's like IHOP, the person who's there, they don't care, you know, yeah. they, they just want a paycheck, you know what I mean? And that's pretty much it. So wherever you go to, um, uh, mom and pop I'm trying to think of one now that's small where it's like oh yeah that's Sue over there you know she works here but she's also the owner you know it's, it's a lot different it's well, a lot different well when I think of mom and pop I think of Denata's Kitchen shout out to Oz ah, that's you true. know Oz uh -huh. and, his, and, his, and his wife you know who, who Thank we you. had on the show yeah yeah, yeah. Kitchen you know they're in um, you know City Heights Normal Heights Normal area Heights, of yeah. San Diego mm -hmm. and you know Mom and pop shop. That's a legit mm -hmm. mom and pop shop. Yeah, you get, you yeah. get to see the owners there every day. You walk in, you're going to see Oz there, who's the owner and the chef. His wife's going to be working on the register. Yeah. And sometimes their niece is going to yep. be helping out. Now, yeah. Monica, you, you said something, you know, you talked about taxes um, being back in the community. And another thing I didn't understand, you know, coming up. And like you said, the education of people. What does the taxes do? Cause, and you said it's one of your daily decision making is how does the budget and where does it go? And you got nine other people that you have to... <laughs> compete with in making those decisions, but what does taxes do for the community? Well, yeah, and most of the taxes do go into one bigger pot, and then some we get from the county, the property taxes and stuff like that. Um, but when we buy, you know, we have this, we kind of have this joke at the city, uh, the mayor says it the most, where when people come into town, buy as much as you can, you know, because <laughs> we're getting our cut, right? But it's it's a similar... It's real talk, it, though. Yeah, but, but it's like you said about our neighborhoods. It's like the way that we, um, if, we dis, if we're if we practicing disinvestment in certain communities, we're actually hurting ourselves mm -hmm. because people have to go, like Paradise Hills is close to National City. It's close to Lemon Grove. It's close to Spring Valley. So if we don't have shops there, 
We're going outside of the city lines Mm -hmm. and we're losing that tax base. And so, you know, we, we really have to, to add that to the conversation. It's not just about me screaming and yelling and saying, you know, um, we want what everybody else has, which is true and better. We Mm -hmm. want better. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, and I will do that. I have no problem doing that, but it's actually not smart the way we're doing things. We're, we're leaving money on the table. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important that tax base goes back into our, um, $4 $4 billion uh, budget at the city. Mm-hmm. And so from that, we, we, you know, we make decisions about who gets what. And Tommy and I had a, a little debate about um, whether those taxes go to fire protection and police protection. Is that something that those taxes go to? You mean protection for that elected officials? The, or? Yeah, or the district or for the community. For poli- the police department and the fire department budget are um, our biggest budgets at the city. Okay. Um, they take up at least one third of um, what we do, but it's also uh, park and recreation. It's also all of the infrastructure. It's the stormwater, it's the piping, um, all of the things that we need that, you know, um, uh, sometimes we, you know, don't really think about. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's the boring stuff into. until you're you have a flood outside your house because exactly. the, because it's hot. <laughs> <the train is laughs> or flooding, your water, right? you can't drink your water. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the and types of things that we have to our responsibility to to provide at the city. Yeah. You mentioned park and rec and how money goes into that. Now, when when I drive around and and let me know, do you hear this or is this a real thing? When I drive around, I'm like, man, this is a nice park in this neighborhood. Or why does this neighborhood have so many nice I parks? I hear it every day. Yeah, <laughs> and then you look at other neighborhoods, and is that a direct uh, like is is that all because of is it's just not enough taxes going into that particular community or it's. <laughs> It's about 50 years. We had actually had an item. So I'm the chair of public safety and livable neighborhoods. So parking, the park and recreation department are under the purview of that committee. So we just actually had an audit come to us this morning and it shows all of the data, exactly what you said in two sentences where um, there is a divide in the department. There's a literal divide as far as resources are concerned, but there's also a divide the way they divide it up in the department, the way they do the work. Mm-hmm. There's there's the uh, Parks Community Division 1 that's north of the 8 and Division 2 that's south of the 8. So they start with the premise of division. That's and the then when we see the numbers, we have uh, twice as many participants in programming north of the eight Mm. and that's because we have not set up a system to invest in communities that you know may not have um, um, the money to pay for some of the programming people may not have it so the the people in the north they oftentimes do pay for their own programming Mm -hmm. but i also think that the city has invested more into that infrastructure it's more attractive to go to a lot of those facilities. And it goes back to the argument, you know, what you said about um, if something's not here, I'm going to get in my car and go somewhere Mm -hmm. else and get that service. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not smart the way that we are doing this. And the data is showing us that we need to change the way that we do things. So, yes, um, our our recreation centers are older. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not in as good a shape. Our fields are older. They're not in good shape. And then you put 30 years of disinvestment on top of that, 
you know, it's it's just that's what we walked into. That's a compound. So, yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we like compound interest. Yeah. Yes, so yes. one at a time, we are really um, trying to. But that's what is important, like to parents. You know, that's what we hear. We hear that every single day. Mm. You know, I do not want to have to have my child here playing at a park where I don't know they're going to get if they're going to get hurt or not. Right. Right. You know, and that's, that's so. crazy. The things that we think about in in our neighborhoods, right. stuff like that, where. Like you said, if you go north of the eight, that's the last thing on their minds. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> this, around no problem. this is why it's important to shop locally, right? Exactly. At local businesses. And um, advocate to us. Go yeah. to the community meetings. Yes. You know. Yeah, sure. definitely. Definitely. Um, another another great reason to, um, I know you guys keep going into politics, but I'm bringing okay. it back to Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you shop local, though. Support your yes, community. Yes, yes. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, but would you guys say that they have diverse, um, more diverse or the, the more, yeah, more diverse products if you shop? locally, meaning that um, if you go to Vons or if you go to the grocery store, it's going to have all the soaps that regular, like right Dove, da, da, da. But if you go to a local shop, you may find some shea butter that you haven't seen before, some black soap, right? Um, so to me, I think that when you go to a local business, then you have those, those, those like hidden treasures. Yeah. You have a personal touch when you go to a local business. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly, you have whatever the niche is, right? So when you go, when you think box store or any big business, like you, you mentioned IHOP earlier, mm-hmm. and IHOP is in damn near every neighborhood. Yeah. But that's not a local business, right? So right. I don't want people to get that misconstrued either. It's like, oh. I was comparing it to a, a local business. Yeah, yeah. And, and so people will say, well, I do shop local because I go oh, to IHOP. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah like, no, no, that's not a local business. A local business is someone that lives in your neighborhood or, you know, lives that's local to the community, mm-hmm. not, you know, this big franchise who has a headquarters in Tennessee. Generally, when you walk into a local business, you see the person who owns yeah, the business, exactly. right? Yeah. <laughs> or their kids. There used there used to be a breakfast place a long time ago. Um, and I think it was off of 47th. Um, anyway, it was Elaine's and I still remember her. And oh, I was a little dope. little girl. So yeah. yeah, there's a different feel. Mm-hmm. She knew us, mm-hmm. you know, uh, certainly a different feel and I feel like there's more heart. Mm-hmm. They know their products. Well. They know yeah. their products too, right? Yeah. So they're like, Hey, I've been picking these apples since, you know, the the at the, the tree was a baby now. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, it that reminds me of uh his name is not Mike, but we all call him Mike from Mike's Pizza oh. in the neighborhood. Yeah. He's been there for 30 years, yeah. right? And, and Mike's like, I know this neighborhood. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. he's like, now, Mike don't live in the neighborhood, Mm-mm. but he's been in that neighborhood yeah. for 30 yeah, yeah. years. And he's got some stories. Yeah, he Ooh. does. <laughs> Yo, good stories. One good fact is that, you know, um, I know we, as, as a human beings, we always look for a discount. Like, no matter what, we always want to. And that's why people will tell you, like, oh, the reason why I don't shop locals is I get it cheaper somewhere else. Or I go to Target uh, because it's cheaper there. But if you if for every hundred dollars spent at a, a local business, 73 of those dollars stay in the community. So mm-hmm. back to where we were saying about building the community. If you shop online, only 43 of those dollars go back to the community. Mm-hmm. So so and if you think about it, if you look at the communities and do you shop at your local market or no, I don't shop there because they don't have the stuff I need. They don't have the stuff you need because it's, it's like one of those things where it's a never ending cycle. And then you, the other part of that is the know-how to start a business and you know, how much headache it is to get into it from, I mean, from your chair, if, if 
if somebody said to you, hey, Monica, I want to start a local business in District 4, how do I, like, what's the first thing that you would tell somebody to, to get started in the community? That's a tough one. Um, there, we do have, as a government structure, um, small business uh, help, um, but we don't put as much as we should into mm. our small businesses and into startups. Now we can refer out to different organizations that do, and I know not to go into government too much, but <laughs> the federal government does as well. But it's about capital. And what I've been trying to work on with the chambers and with folks is to, you know, build, help build the capital. Because people are, you know, they're taking the classes, they're doing what they need to do, they're trying to do everything right. Um, but it's, it's about having that capital and not having to pay it all back once you get up and get going. That's mm -hmm. it. You know, it's, it's, it's really tough to, to start a small business and then we're in San Diego. Uh, so that's, if you're talking brick and mortar, that's another, Even more another element, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But, but it is important. And, um, there are, there are certainly steps that we can advise on. We do need to invest more. And that's real tall. Me, our producer, we was talking today about the know-how and, and, the, you mentioned the chambers is like giving the people the tools and the education that they need to get out there and do it. Cause it like, it's like you said, with your, with your parents growing up in an entrepreneur home, it's scary. It's very scary. So, so some people, when they look at their local business, they're like, man, you have been here for 30 years. Mm -hmm. and, and the first thing you think of mine is, well, you can't be rich if you're in this neighborhood. And that's, you know, right off the back, that's what, what you think about is it's not really about being rich. It's, it's a service to your community and freedom at the same time. Right. It's it's I have my own, you know, my own business. I'm my own boss. got my own schedule. And that's what makes the difference. That's why we shop local, because we feel that that's already a sacrifice mm -hmm. that a business owner is making. Mm -hmm. You know, but there it's glad it's a glad sacrifice. It's fine yeah. because yeah. they're doing um, what they need to do for their community. Yeah, exactly. And I'm super excited about, you know, the, the coffee shop that we have coming new like we have a new coffee shop Me that we're putting too. into the community yeah i'm nervous i'm excited i'm nervous <laughs> everything yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, de it's definitely <sighs> like the, the butterflies mm -hmm. and and people have asked us like why are we putting a coffee shop in that neighborhood we've even been asked why even start a coffee shop how much work is going to be it goes back to that community service like and, and if you look at our neighborhoods in particular and i don't think i've ever disclosed this publicly um this has just been a conversation between danielle and i but if you look at a map of san diego and you look at where the coffee shops are, all the coffee shops are west of the 15 freeway, which is more affluent, more money. And if you look at the east of the 15, you got a handful. You know, we, we shout out to the coffee shops that are out there doing it right now. But there's literally only a handful of coffee shops because people, you know, they don't feel like it's a market. Or people don't have the money or they mm -hmm. don't have the taste for it. And, it, and it's a drought. And, and so our intentions was like, let's create that culture just like how we did the first one that third space, mm -hmm. because when you create a, a, a space for people to come out, man, ideas, the community, like, like we said, the relationships that are built. Right. It's impressive. Right. The community, again, just to, to bring the community together, some place for people to go um, is huge. And that's also a misnomer and a misperception, too, of our community. We do have, um, you know, working working families and working people with not high incomes, but we spend out a lot and we spend a lot out of our community. Outside, yes. And mm. we've had studies done on that in, in over 1 billion outside of our community. Wow. 
So that, you know, we have to stick up for our own selves, too. But then we also, I, I love what y'all are doing because you're not going to anybody else. You're doing it yourself. Yeah, very, and as scary and hard as it is, <laughs> appreciate that. Thank you. One billion dollars. That's crazy. So I, I got to ask you this. What would what would you do with a billion dollars for our district? Like oh my if, goodness! If you had a billion dollars, like legitimately, if if District Four spent a billion dollars, <laughs> what would that look like? Uh, a lot. So <laughs> what I talked about, like yeah. capital fund for small businesses, um, our all of our streets paved, all of our parks where our kids can play, all everything like that would be amazing. Um, and we are having a lot more investment, mm -hmm. but. Um, certainly not a billion, so that would be <laughs> awesome. A billion is, is Bring fun. it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. You got something else? You, 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 you have a list? I, I was, I'm, I'm trying to go through my list, but you guys, yeah. are, you guys keep getting it, making it a little more juicier. I'm like, okay. Like, wait, no, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Um, no, but, you know, you, you brought up that it's, more expensive to shop locally. And I think that because people don't have such a huge overhead that sometimes it's not as expensive to shop locally. What do you think about that? What is your, your thoughts? I mean, it just, it just depends. I don't think we can call it, every situation is different. It, sometimes it might be a little bit more expensive, but you also have to look at the quality of what you're getting. It depends on how you judge what's, you know, more expensive, more expensive things yeah. may last longer. You know, um, so it 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 does it does depend. It takes a little bit more thought to shop locally. Yes. It does to to find your spots and and kind of try different things out and and see what you like as opposed to you know going to a big box and kind of just knowing what you're gonna get. So it does, you know, it's a it's a commitment. Um, but when we get into the habit, it's much easier and it's not depending on your financial situation. Um, it is is certainly worth it. Yeah. One thing you said, um, I, I think both of you said it was about how um, people didn't know that we were in Paradise Hills. The coffee shop wasn't there. Mm -hmm. That's one thing about local businesses is people don't like you could be in a community for years and people don't know it. And like, I mean, getting the information out is one thing. Knocking on doors is another thing. But what else can small business owners do, you know, to, to, to get their name out there? I mean. Yes, we could go talk to our city officials, but I can't rely on the mayor to say, go shop at such and such store, <laughs> you know? Well, it, in in a lot of what we do, and I think small businesses included, um, you know, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. I mean, it's <laughs> right. just, you know, um, that it takes a, a lot of consistency in marketing. Um, yep. So I think that that is very important. I also know, and, Oftentimes in communities like, like ours, we tend to, um, and that, this is a very general statement, but we talk a lot about gentrification. The gentrification oftentimes happens before businesses start coming in, when we start to devalue our own community. Mm -hmm. And part of that mentality is I'm not going there. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go over, you know, where this yeah. better, yeah. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so we sometimes do that, you know, to, to ourselves by way, and we do it to our families and to our businesses that want to, you know, be in the community and have that heart and soul that we talk about. So it's a mentality. It's, it's changing our mindset, changing our habits and, you know, 
um, supporting each other. That's that, that is great because we talk about habits all the time. Mm-hmm. That is that's huge. I read a, a great quote, a great quote, and it says, "Eat local, shop local, um, spin local." do everything local, be a trend, start the trend, start right? The trend, so yeah. to me, that's another way that you can, um, as a small business, get your name out there is by actually going to other places and like saying, hey, come here, you know, like this would be awesome to so come to this place, you know, just us advertising as ourselves and doing doing the do. Yeah, and, and like you said, you always want to do what locals do. Get like get lost in your neighborhood. Yeah. You know, get yeah. lost in your neighborhood, get, you know, get, get around the community and, and meet people and, and ask, hey, like, you know, where do you eat at? What do you do? here and and get that word out there internally but we like monica said we got to switch that mindset of like oh i don't want to do this here i'll go 15 20 minutes away what are some fun um local san diego things oh shit like hodads (laughs) i know hodads is that a local thing hodads is local yeah that's one of the things like if you look up like the best places to eat in san diego right is that gonna come up um, but you know what? Nita Frank's ice cream does yeah. not come up. Do you know Nita Frank's? Mm-mm. It's in National City. Um, Tommy used to do this uh, local routes where he would go to different local, which was really, really cool, um, local uh, businesses, yeah. basically. And he'd go and um, talk to the owners. And that was really, really cool. Um, ice cream shop that's been there for what? It's been there forever, and the current owner's been there since, like, 95. Oh, yeah. Wow. And um, all the ice cream is made, homemade, um, fresh. And she had almost, what, 60 flavors or something? Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe. Uh, all kinds of shit. Yeah. Every kind of, every flavor you could think of plus more. It's just, like, this hidden little secret, you know? Um, Nita Frank's ice cream. So maybe you guys never been there, go there. It's one of the only places I could think of that's local right now. What now do you, one thing yeah. about San Diego that I love, and I mentioned this earlier, is uh, especially in our, our very high touristy areas, you don't see a lot of franchise. True. And, and and like Monica said, when 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 people come to town, the first thing the mayor says by double, right? Mm. Um, but that's a real statement. Like I, like it's funny, but that's a real statement. When you come to San Diego, you mostly see like mom and pop type shops mm. um, that are doing and some are doing very well even from this neighborhood. Mm. Like if you if you look, I mean from from the city. So if you look at different neighborhoods like uh, the Breakfast Republic or you know your mm. Better Buzzes, things yeah, like that, yeah. that mm-hmm. like That's those true. San Diego brands mm-hmm. that are doing well and and building out. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, what's another one I, I was thinking of? Um, that's a scent. That's a local. Oh, I can't think of anything. No. You, you got nothing local? Okay. All kind of local stuff. Man, it just depends <laughs> on what neighborhood you're in. I don't want to shout out any other neighborhoods because we yeah. represent District 4 right now. I'm, I'm kind of being biased. Uh, we're, 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 we're. Baby cakes. Yeah, we're, okay, baby cakes. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're, we're talking local. Big. We're talking local. We can't be biased now, yeah, like said, <laughs> but I understand. All things San Diego right now. <laughs> but, Joe, it, it was a great conversation. Um to, to, to really get into the community, utilize, com- there's community apps out there. You know, we talked about getting the word out. There's community apps. Get on the apps. There's Facebook groups. Facebook groups could be a little weird because you always got people out there that want to talk about some crazy stuff. <laughs> but shopping local is very, very important. Um, like I said, you know, shopping online is a discount, but but man, at least spend your Saturdays and Sundays at a local business, you know, and then and then build that habit yes. f- from there. Um, you, you said it great. Start the trend. Eat local, shop local, enjoy local. My final thought. My final thought is learn and grow in your community first, and then and then go from there. I love it. Uh, and my final thought is help support the local businesses. In the long run, they support you. And you don't know it, but they do. 
Yeah, very true. Very true. <laughs> Monica, Absolutely. where can people find you, uh, want to talk with you, communicate with you, or what do you have um, that's going on that the people should know about? Um, websites, different things. Yeah, so the official city website, um, you can just Google District 4 San Diego mm -hmm. and it comes up and we have a lot of our stuff. We were about to revamp the peace movement. Um, we had started that in 2019, um, just bringing folks together and from different backgrounds and kind of talking through some of the issues that we have as mm -hmm. a community. But now we see, you know, a lot post-pandemic um, there's just a lot going on out in our community, so, so we're about to the start the peace movement. Mm -hmm. okay, let's live, let's movement. love. We're Ooh, about like to that. start that up okay. again. Okay. Um, so that's that's on the website. Just an explanation of that, and we'll keep keep you all updated on that. Um, and so I'm going to take my official hat off and put the other hat on. <laughs> I, uh, I am campaigning, um, and so there's Monica Four, the number four, San Diego.com. Um, can kind of go and read about some of the things we've done in our, our upcoming events. So there, there's just a lot, but there's also just, we've been really trying our best to, to utilize City Hall for the people. Mm. We really have. And now we have to get out and, and just kind of go through a lot of the things that we've been doing. Sure so I'm looking forward to it. Appreciate that. Yes. Monica, the number four. Dot com. Yes. Super dope. San Diego. Monica for San Diego. Monica for San Diego. Dot com. Yes. Um, before we get out of here, I just want to say that um, you are inspiration to me. Um, I've watched your journey. Um, I listen to your speeches. Um, you you are definitely an inspiration to me. Um, I thank you for your hard work. I thank you for your commitment. Um, and I thank you for your diligence and the things that you do for a neighborhood that you came from, um, that you are from. So to me, it's uh, it, you you put your blood, your sweat and your tears there and it's it's worth it and thank you i appreciate it thank you so much super dope this is life and shit life and shit love you baby love you. <laughs> do us a favor if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe leave a review let us know what your thoughts are that's the only way that this show is going to be successful and we appreciate you talk with you next time